listeners it's chewing the scenery horror movie podcast um we're gonna be doing a really special episode uh you remember when we did the first three friday the 13th movies and we had a special guest ziggy welcome back to the show hi thank you for having me again so as will pointed out every episode is somebody's first episode so um we are a uh, podcast that talks about a horror movie we'll try not to um spoil any recently watched but we will spoil the featured attractions that we're going to talk about we're three friends in a shed at the bottom of a garden and uh four this time and uh we're not professional critics uh thank you to the moon race for giving us that song intro creature features uh we play that at the top of the show and um we hope you dig it and if you really do go check them out on amazon or itunes where you can buy their music digitally and you can find them on facebook where they are the moon dash rays so we're also on Facebook, where we are chewing the scenery. Yes. Dash rays. <laughs> Thanks, Will. Uh, so, um... I want to make sure people get it right. Yeah. Know where to go. You can see us on Instagram, too. Yes. All right. Uh, that's all we have to say at the beginning of the show. Then we talk about recently watched. So, Will, you were on the road a bit. Got snowed in. I, w- I watched a lot this week, actually, despite going to New Mexico. Really? Yeah. Do you want to kick it off? Tell us what sure, you watched. Sure, sure. First off, I watched uh, Solo, a Star Wars oh, yeah. story. Mm-hmm. Um, it and was all right. It was very dark. Like, I had to turn the brightness way up on the TV yeah. to tell what the hell was going on a lot of the time. Especially the first few minutes where it's all dark blue. Yeah, and things are spinning around. It's uh, directed by uh, Ron Howard, starring Clint Howard. <laughs> And uh, I'm not kidding. He's in it. Ben <laughs> Howard is Han Solo. Is a young Han Solo. Right. And Woody Harrelson is also a young Han Solo. Wow. Okay. Um, so the clone... he was the only good part of the movie. I think was Woody Harrelson's character. It was okay. all right. Um, again, went on too long. I think it was two and a half hours long. Wow. Uh, yeah, it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. Have you seen that one? No, I. Okay, I don't like any of the ones that were created after the originals not that they're not good but i like refuse to but watch them on good. my own time if someone invites me somewhere and like pays for a ticket i will go see solo but mm-hmm. i refuse because the originals were like so nice i wanted them to be left alone and then mm. they were not and that's, it, that's yeah. to be admired that's how i feel um i should stop watching them but i've not paid for any of them so now tell me i'm not the only one here who refuses to call star wars a new hope <laughs> yeah. It's fucking Star Wars. It's not it's Star Wars. Wars. Yes. It's, I don't care what you re- renamed yeah, it. Yeah. If, if I say oh, I'll watch Star Wars again and someone says, oh, you mean episode four, then they're not my friend. No. I don't know you. <laughs> and if I do know you, I don't anymore. Uh, then I watched Ready Player One. I was watching a lot of crap this week. Okay. Um, also known as Familiar Things. No, this was more. Well. 
This felt like a movie directed by Steven Spielberg that would have come out after Jurassic Park, not because of the effects, but because the ideas of the internet seem so out of date. Okay. Everything seemed like it was the thoughts of the what the internet would be you mean like about 1994 the net yeah 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 we should we should watch the net the net (laughs) sandra bullock yeah yes i bet that she's a fisherman i believe (laughs) she's she's blind she's a blind fisherman (laughs) right um i found ready player one to have a weird message like the kid wastes his whole life studying this guy this uh, inventor invented the inter- uh, the virtual reality plane they inhabit. Uh, so he spends his whole time obsessing over this guy to get to the end for the guy to tell him, oh, don't waste your life obsessing over this crap. Go outside once in a while. Mm. But the only reason he won was because he obsessed over this crap. So what's the, it's kind of a mixed message mm-hmm. there. Sounds like um, it. Did you like the Chucky bit? That was all right. Yeah, I heard there's a shining bit in it too. Oh yeah, yeah. that's beautiful. Beautiful. It looked it looked good, but dear God, when they start delivering lines like "This was James Holloway's eleventh favorite horror film," you're like, "Oh my God!" Or uh, "This game's Easter egg is finding a hit invisible dot," which I thought was very dumb. Well, it wrapped up the movie nicely. It's basically the whole, watching the whole movie was like watching someone search for an invisible dot. So uh, <laughs> then I watched Justice League, which was even worse than Ready Player One. Wow! Um, it did have a great CGI'd out mustache on Superman. Oh, that's I don't right. Know if you saw that, but uh, at the beginning, Tom- he his mouth looks a little weird. Tom Selleck refused to shave his mustache to play Superman? Yep. Okay. And then what? And then I watched The Beach, which I had not seen. The DiCaprio one? Mm Mm-hmm. Which was the best thing on here that I watched. He goes native on that one. Yeah. I love it. It was good. I don't know how I had missed that movie. Mm -mm. Uh, Danny Boyle film. Yeah. Um, He's another director. Everything I've seen by him I've liked, but not sought out of everything he's done then i watched rampage with Mm -hmm. dwayne the rock johnson right um i enjoyed that one yeah i remember you liking it giant monster it was nice that it was fairly short and straightforward Mm -hmm. they could have cut it even more i think movies need to get down to i'm cutting the 90 minute (laughs) thing down to half an hour Mm -hmm. (laughs) just half an hour of things fighting one another yeah I'll be happy. Do you need all that other crap to start? I don't need any story now. No, no. Let's just get straight to the pornography. Right. (laughs) Um, And then I watched an interesting Netflix. uh, Oh, neat. He's a pizza guy. Yeah. (laughs) I don't need 20 minutes of backstory of how he got a pizza job. Just how is that naked lady going to pay for her pie? The plot is the best part. No, the plot is important. I'm sorry. Ziggy's a writer. I don't know mm. if you know this or not, Will. Oh, that's good. It has to be keep, over eight minutes. Thank you. Keep it under 90, though. Well, yeah. See, that's my only rule like for 73. movies. It's 90 minutes long. If you, I don't care. If I was a producer, I'd let you make whatever movie you wanted, as long as it came in at 90 minutes. You know what? Uh, in Japan, they had the, the Ultraman series. Uh-huh. Uh, in the sixties, then uh, in between the like the, the first couple of series, um, they they did this thing called Ultra Fight, and each episode was just five minutes, and they just get 
uh, someone dressed as one of the ultra heroes, then someone dressed as one of the monsters, and they'd be in a quarry, and they just have this stage punch up. Yeah, is the most mind numbing thing. <laughs> that was a long five minutes. Ooh, yeah. I needed a bit of plot. All right. What's that John Wayne movie where the fight goes on for about half an hour? Oh, there's McClintock that just goes on. Is, it, yeah. is that the one? Fight, so. All of them. All of them. All of yeah. them. No. Uh, there was they a... live. <laughs> the long fight scene. John Wayne and they live. <laughs> I wish. Put these glasses on. Pilgrim. <laughs> uh, yeah, that'd be fun if he, he was still around when it, everything switched to fantasy movies. You know, what he'd do in a science fiction film. Oh, what oh, would that, he do? That's a great question. And then we watched something called You, which is Ooh, a Netflix the series. Netflix show? Yeah. I just finished that. Oh, I have show. to. I have not finished it, but it goes crazy. It is fantastic. It okay. is a a drawn, long drawn out version of a Lifetime movie. Oh, goody! Um, it's got stalkers, and everybody in it is nuts. Okay, and uh, I'm really enjoying it. I didn't realize what it was though when we sat down to watch it. I was under the impression it was a comedy. Oh no! And then it see it gets a little dark, and you're like, "Hmm, Very it's still dark. funny." And then it gets a little darker, and you're like, "Hmm, I don't know if this is a comedy. I think mm-hmm. this might be a horror movie." But uh, it's based off it. a book. Oh, is it? Um, yeah. So I'm I have the book on hold, but I finished the show. Um, it is about a stalker, and I love it a lot because it's narrated by the stalker, so you see like a different perspective, oh. and you find yourself liking him, and then being like, "Wait." That doesn't make sense. He has a point here, doesn't he? Well, yeah, because yes. he's like, everything I do because I love you. And we're like, yes, but no. Um, but apparently in the book, like, all the redeeming qualities they gave him in the show just don't exist. Oh. So I want to read the book, see what happens. But Yeah, yeah it, it starts out kind of like a, a rom-com set up. Oh, okay. And so you feel like it's going to be a meet-cute, but then he starts stalking But it's her. always really casual, like the way he, like, intellectual like makes yeah, it intellectual he, he, yeah and he he uh um he like val you know he, he comes up with some sort of validation for every awful mm-hmm. thing he does <laughs> some sort of justification yeah. in his mind uh, um there's a little boy and this doesn't spoil anything there's a boy in it who's his neighbor who's probably about 10 who the the main character runs a bookshop so he lends this boy books and at some point, he lends him Frankenstein, and I made a comment to Eugenia that the boy seemed confused, and like he had never heard of Frankenstein. And then I realized my proclamation of no more Frankensteins had deprived this child of Frankenstein. Oh, so yeah, Frankenstein is for the kids. I realized. Oh yeah, it's kind of like the Easter Bunny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. What? So, <laughs> we we watched Frankenstein's over Halloween, my wife and I, and we were. She was just like, "This is it. no, no more Frankenstein's. We're done with Frankenstein. It's been two hundred years. Nothing new's coming out of Frankenstein." So, we decided no more Frankenstein's. But in the show, the boy reads Paco reads Frankenstein, mm-hmm. and he seems like he's never heard of Frankenstein. And so, I felt like, oh, that's who I've deprived people of frankenstein or the children who haven't heard of frankenstein yeah but makes, that's all we watch makes sense um jolian has dubbed will's house the house of no frankenstein uh, the house of no catchy. frankenstein yeah. yeah ziggy what about you um what have you side... watched in the last couple weeks yeah i watched that show and i watched it all in like a week because i, mm, I really liked it 
Um, I think... Yeah, we binged, like, half of it last night. It's <laughs> so good. After episode seven, things just, like, everything goes to hell. It's crazy. Oh, man. I don't um, think I've reached it yet. Just wait. Um, I watched the Netflix Black Mirror movie, Vandersnatch, the one mm. that's, like, um, interactive. Right, I heard about this. My mind was blown. I mean, I got, like, the story was good, and, like, the plot had multiple plots, which was awesome, and I... I liked it, but what really liked Dreamy too was that it was actually an interactive movie. Like I expected him to be the interactive part, but we actually control what he does, and then he, as a character, becomes aware of it, and that's what like drives him crazy. Um, and I thought that was awesome because I didn't know we could do things like that with television like these days. Right. Um, so choose, I was choose your away. own adventure. Yeah. Um, obviously, they're, they're like at the end. I found like I got bored because it you'd reach a point where you'd, it would be a dead end. You'd either die or something would happen and the character would have to stop. And they'd send you back to, like, the beginning and they'd show you everything in clips. But the longer you went on, the more clips there were. Oh. So I got kind of bored. And then I realized, like, after I finished it, that there are so many plots, like, I could have explored but didn't take and I don't know how to get back. But I thought it was cool that you have to, like, live out a character decision. Even if you realize it's a wrong one, you have to, like, keep going. Like, even if you hit, like, the back 10 seconds thing... It doesn't do anything. And there's no, like, plot line thing about, like, the time. Oh. Um, like, Netflix movies usually have. So it just goes and you have to follow it. Um, so I thought it was really awesome and probably really hard to write because, like, there's so many plots. Like, it's it's crazy. Yeah. Um, so I was blown away. Um, I think that's really it. I mean, I started watching The Witch, like, that horror movie, but I didn't finish it. Okay. Um, it it kind of got into the action right out of the gate. Yeah. Because we were all like, oh, it was a slow burn, but it was good, and it was building the dread. And I rewatched it a few months ago, and it was like, I'm kind of expecting it to take 20 minutes for anything to happen. And it's like, six or eight minutes in, there's a baby been snatched. Yeah, I I liked it. I don't like colonial things, and they're like pilgrims, aren't they, or something? Like, they're old english american settlers yeah um that itself is scary because like the hygiene is terrible um how about powdered wig movies do you like those no no i don't (laughs) so you can't go that far back either Mm -mm. how about caveman movies the crudes was good i gotta say okay um but i started watching the witch and i realized that like it, it does start out pretty fast but like nothing really happens and i was thinking about like what made it so scary was like the soundtrack like the soundtrack is amazing um, mm-hmm. Just the way that they build and layer sounds to make it scary. Because I was watching it at school, like, you know, not doing classwork. Um, what? How? On your phone? Yeah. Huh. Um, we no. had, like, once you were finished with your test, you could do whatever. And Oh, your I... school has Wi-Fi, doesn't it? No. No? But I download movies on Netflix. Oh, yeah. good call. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was watching it um, after a math test or something. Uh, and I was, like, scared <laughs> in, like, public, which is not something mm. I like to do. Wow. Um, and it was just because of the sound. I was like, whoa. Um, <laughs> wow. Wow. Do you sort of have a list in the back of your mind of what are the scariest movies you've ever seen? Um, yes. What are your top three or five in no particular order that you um, can think of? Like, what, what won't you want to watch alone at home? Well, I mean, I refuse to watch, like, any of the Saw movies just because I don't like the subject matter. Um, not necessarily because they've scared me because I haven't seen them. But the subject matter alone scares me. Mm-hmm. Um... I watched the newest Halloween, which I loved, and I'm going to watch again, but it scared sure. the crap out of me. Um, uh, see, nothing's like so. You so you scary. have the new one, like no, but I saw it in theaters. Right, right. Um, okay. 
Yeah, I was like on top of my chair, afraid. Because that comes out like any time now, doesn't it? The fifteenth yeah, this month. Yeah, it's yeah. the fifteenth. Okay, I was thinking maybe it's already out. I don't know. Just in time for Halloween. Here's a question for Ziggy. <laughs> Do you, yeah. Well, I was just telling Jolene in the car. Finally, de-Christmased the house. Yes. Time to start getting ready for Halloween. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. Um, what was I going to ask you? I don't know. Oh, are you against having a tangible copy of things? No. I mean, given who your folks are. I love having tangible copies of things. They like having records and books and yeah. you know, movies around. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, That's... no, I love that stuff. And I, I do that with books a lot yeah. and movies too. Um, did, I tell I the, a... did I tell the listeners how old you are? No. You're 16, right? I'll be 16 in six days. Oh, okay. I well, thought it already... Happy birthday. Thank you. Yeah, I thought it already happened, but... No. It's next Saturday. Okay. It was uh, Nicolas Cage's birthday last week. Oh, I wow. love Nick Cage. National Treasure is my favorite movie. He's a national treasure. He, have you seen him photoshopped as a guinea pig? <laughs> no. Yeah, I've seen that. But I need to see that now. <laughs> like this second, because I can find it. I think I have it saved. It's my favorite That's thing. That's great. I want him on a blanket. So, <laughs> so do a lot of people your age not want to have a tangible copy of things? Yeah, I find that people like have movies on like... I don't even know. They have like the virtual copy of mm-hmm. whatever, and they like buy it through whatever. Also thing. known, also known as the disappearing copy. Someday, mm-hmm. pretty much. Uh, we go to Goodwill a lot, my family. So I pick up my horror movies, especially that because my parents do not like me liking horror. So that's very a lone venture of mine. So I usually pay for like ninety nine cent VHSs, um, which mm-hmm. is so sucky because like my copy of Scream and my copy of The Shining and I know what you did last summer are all getting like too stretched out or whatever where they're going slowly or oh. <laughs> I'll have to sit there and hit the box so that it'll stop making beeping sounds. Oh, that's great. It's tragic. Thank you very much. So quit How buying, dare you laugh at my pain? Quit buying VHSs. That's my advice. They're cheap. <laughs> the aspect ratio is all screwed up for one thing. Uh, those problems occur and then uh, you have to be kind and rewind. <laughs> So that's the issue with like getting them used though. Cause like my, yeah, I'm not going to like go out and buy a new movie cause I don't have the money for that. Yeah. So I get like three VHSs for a dollar at the Goodwill and I'm like, Ooh. Hey, why not? That sounds yeah. pretty good. There's this whole thing that happens where a technology goes out of favor mm-hmm. and then it gets really, really cheap and, and you can find it everywhere all the time. And you're like, yay, I'm building up my collection of this thing. And, and then, <laughs> and then a bunch of hipsters are like, "Oh no, we want vinyl records." And then you're like, "Oh shit!" In this scenario, am I the hipster? No, I don't think so. Okay, cool. Because no. I, I did not brag about my VHS collection. No, <laughs> in the UK, vinyl and tapes are growing faster than. Yeah, yeah. Vinyl here vinyl, outsells ugh. other music, but, but tapes as well. Polaroids yeah. too. Polaroids and vinyls are. Like yeah, I saw a kid with a Polaroid this past week. A new Polaroid. I've yeah. never seen one. So you're competing with some hipsters on some things. Uh, Probably. was my point. Yeah. Probably. I don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> the, I just, <laughs> in the movies that I get, I just watch for myself. The problem is that I do not have a VHS player anywhere but like my parents' room or like our downstairs TV where my parents usually hang out and they do not want to watch the shit that I watch. So, <laughs> so tell us about your viewing of Poltergeist, because uh, oh, I loved that movie. Yeah, because th- okay. that was from Jolien. Yes, by the way. thank you okay. so much. Uh, that's always been on my list. My also okay in one of the movies that we're going to talk about, the little girl looked exactly like the little girl from Poltergeist, and I was freaked out. Carolyn. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
uh, what's her name? Like Tina, something like that. Um, in the Friday 13th. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Poltergeist. I was really like, my standards are fairly low for like old horror movies for like scaring me mm-hmm. because just like the time and like the standard of horror I'm used to and whatever. Um, mm-hmm. but actually like that movie really scared me like a lot. Um, I don't like supernatural things. I'm fine with like serial killers and things like that because they're like real and I'm like I understand it but when you have like ghosts and stuff like the tree ate the kid like what the fuck where's the ghost where where is it <laughs> right and then it's everywhere it's like the whole town like what that's why terrified was so scary because it was an area not mm. a house is that the one yeah. with like the clown ghost no, thing no. that's terror no. that's terrifier okay terrified is in Buenos Aires is a street that's these things are happening in yeah gotcha mm, yeah it's pretty cool. Really good. It's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, if you have access yeah, to Shutter. If Poor Guy scared you, then that one will do. I think, too. yeah. So your dad was in the room. He was. And he doesn't watch horror movies. He doesn't. Um, I think he watched it just because it was there, and he was like, yeah, whatever. And also, like, it's something he's seen before. Mm-hmm. Like, if I was watching like the new It or one of the movies that I like, he wouldn't. He wouldn't have been there. Um, but I think because he was like, yeah, I've seen this one, he was willing to just like sit there and fold clothes with me. Um, yeah, it just like, it just makes me uncomfortable, like ghosts and stuff. Right. Because it's just so unknown, um, and I really like the knowing things. I need, I need to know things. Okay. <laughs> Especially in my horror. Right. Um, so yeah, I really liked that. I mean, the the kid being eaten by the tree was both alarming and really funny to me. Yeah. Uh, cause where did he go? Like. Oh, <laughs> how about the clown doll? Oh, yeah. Was that, that, was that upsetting to you? No, it was just like, oh, there's a doll. It's such a cliche now. Like, mm-hmm. now. they came out with, like, the boy and, like, all these other things with, like, dolls and, like, you know. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, it's a clown doll. Okay. The dogs barking at the wall scared the crap out of me. Yeah. Because my dog, or, yeah, my, my dog does that all the time. And yeah. I don't like it. Um, <laughs> no. Because, again, you don't know. You're just like, what? Yeah. I need answers and I need them now. <laughs> okay. That's fair, I think. Um so your dad caught himself enjoying the movie though, didn't he? I think so. Yeah. Seemed like it. Yeah, he doesn't want to like watch it again sometime. But uh <laughs> Hey Dad, let's watch it. No. Not so much. Mm-mm. Anything um, else recently watched? Um what was that other movie? I, oh, Blade. I watched that. Oh yeah, you, you enjoyed the Blade series. I did. Uh, I watched the first one. Just the first one. Yes. Okay. I have not finished so you the have, others. You have three of them, right? I believe so. I have more than yeah. one. Yeah. I have a few. I have a, like a solid handful. Yeah. That, that's I think the cool. second one's probably the best. Yeah. About two best. Yeah. yeah. I remember liking that one. I don't I, know if I ever yeah. saw the last one, though. Yeah. I liked all the breaking of the fourth wall. Like, all the casual times you'd, like, look into the camera, and we were supposed to be like, yeah, that's normal. <laughs> um, I, I, I enjoyed it. It would not be, like, one of my favorite or, like, most well-done movies, you know, on those yeah. lists. But I enjoyed it. I thought it was funny. I thought it was cool. Yeah. Um, I appreciated it. So, yes. Good. I think that's all I've really watched. Jolien, what about you? Uh, we finished up a bunch of series. So we finished watching uh, this movie serial of uh, Mandrake the Magician. Oh, okay, yeah. The old uh, Lee Falk comic strip. Um, mm. This is from 1939. I think the strip started in 34. Um, so you've got Mandrake and, and Lothar. They look nothing like the comic characters. Mm. Uh, he's, he's just dressed in normal like, suit and hat. 
you know, the comic book. He's he like a got a top hat, hat, magician's outfit. You know, yeah. he, he's like the uh, seminal comic magician. You know, yeah, Doctor Strange and everything come from him. Uh, and then Lothar looks nothing like the comic, which is probably like a good thing. <laughs> but um, uh, and he uses magic so seldom. You know, he's, he's always like they're always having these punch ups. And um, so uh, we decide that we'd re- rename it uh, Man Puncher, the Man Puncher. <laughs> uh, but it was entertaining enough. Uh, also finished watching a Japanese superhero series called uh, Chojin Sentai Jetman, um, which I was, uh, I'd been really looking forward to because it's like uh, pretty much inspired by my favorite anime series, which is Gachaman, where they, the heroes are bird themed. Hmm. Oh, yeah. And... Uh, uh, but uh, yeah, they they were such a bunch of doofuses. It seemed like birds, like bird themed. Is that what you said? The heroes are bird themed. That's yeah. what I heard you say. Yeah, they're, they're bird themed. So like the the leader's based. The leader is an eagle. Uh, then is <laughs> is uh, the 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 bad the, the kind of like the dark brooding guy is like this uh, canary. <laughs> so, Budgie. Then, uh, See, I was thinking like pigeons. There's a swan, so. a, a swallow, an owl. Huh. But um, yeah. Then and then like the the ship is the phoenix, things like that. Oh, okay. So anyway, this is like a live action series called Jetman, and um, uh, yeah, it was it was entertaining, but there was such a bunch of doofy. We, we <laughs> yeah. It was our probably our least favorite team out of these shows we, that we've seen. Uh, also watched uh, Narcos Mexico. Oh. Uh, have you watched that one? I've not watched it. I've watched a bunch of it. Yeah. How can you stop watching it? It's oh, like, it's those not... things are so addictive. I just yeah. don't want to watch anything else till it's done. It's not always a choice. <laughs> yeah. Um, Michael Pena. Yeah. yeah. I think it's his birthday today. Happy birthday. Uh, he plays Kiki Camarena. And uh, he's like the, uh, the guy who goes into... Guadalajara and investigating the uh, the huge, you know, the birth of the cartels. And yeah. Diego Luna as Felix Gallardo. Um, yeah, <laughs> it was something that goes dark. <laughs> uh, and, and I think the moral of these series is uh, crime pays, but spend it quickly. Yes, yes. Or bury it in barrels where no one can find it. <laughs> that, that works too. Um so yeah. Uh all right, movies. Uh watched uh Psyched by the Four D Witch, which is a sixteen millimeter trippy movie from the early seventies. Kinda looks like Mandy. Lots of Oh uh-huh. where'd you find this? Uh that was trawling around on Amazon Prime. Nice. Naturally. Uh I won't go into that. There's not much plot to it. It gets kinda tedious after a while. Um See, uh, Bloodthirst, that was a good Filipino one from 65. Um, nicely shot. Uh, the hero is a jerk in that one. This American guy named Adam Rock turns up to investigate his uh, crimes in Manila, where these uh, people are being drained of all their blood. Uh, and it's the Philippines, so it's a blobby monster. Oh, <laughs> they like blobby monsters? Yeah, back in the 60s, very, oh. very big on blobby monsters. What are they into now? Uh, they they don't do monster movies these days, as far as I know. They have like witch movies and mm. the, their own local versions of witches and vampires. The Manananggal. Um, so a woman who tears herself in half, sprouts wings, and flies around. 
That's yeah. what my what I aspire to be. Yeah. yeah. It's like college and then that. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> you know, you could just go to a trade school. That's true. You don't have to. I mean, you know, if you're going to end up a woman who tears herself in half. Uh, so or, uh, sometimes Art Martha does dreadful things from 1971. Is this a favorite of yours? I think it I gives think away I... a lot in the title, doesn't it? Um, so uh, this is directed by Thomas Casey, who is the screenwriter and director of photography on Flesh Feast. Flesh Feast. Um, so you, this one, you've got a couple of criminals, and the couple's name is uh, Paul and Stanley. <laughs> really? Played by Wayne Crawford and Abe Zwick, and uh, they decide to hide out in the suburbs of Miami. And their brilliant plan is that one of them, Stanley, is going to dress up as a woman and pretend to be Aunt Martha. Mm. Mm. Uh, he's not very convincing as a woman. Uh, but anyway, he he really resents his buddy bringing in actual women. And he kind of knocks them off. Really? Um, so uh, anyway, um, they, they, they're... <laughs> His buddy Paul is an, an aspiring hippie, but he's he's not very good at it. So they have this van that's painted with all these like flowers and messages and things. And then they've got this huge symbol on the side, which is the Mercedes symbol. They haven't put in the central oh. stall bits as the peace <laughs> symbol. But, yeah, so nice try there, buddy. Yeah. Uh, but it's got lots of familiar, if you're into like, Florida exploitation movies of the early 70s, then you've got various people you recognize in there turning up. I also found on Amazon Prime, uh, they have Shivers. Oh. And it's a pretty good print. Yeah. Good to know. We, we should check it out. Excellent Cronenberg film. Yes, it is. And then uh, Netflix, I watched uh, the last I of the... I believe they're remaking it. Shivers or Rabbit, one of the two, they're mm. remaking. There's a whole bunch of those, yeah. They're I think redoing. it's Shivers. I think just about all of them are in the remake. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, the process. Sosco twins are going to be remaking that, I guess. Oh, okay. And they're Canadian, so that fits. So, all right. <laughs> See, <laughs> Will, you have restraint after all. <laughs> on Netflix saw uh, Godzilla, the Planet Eater, uh, just came out on over here. It came out last year in Japan. Um, this is the end of the trilogy. It's the last of the Heisei Godzilla movies because the Heisei period ends uh, end of April. Oh. And it's the 34th Godzilla movie. Wow, that's a lot. Um, and uh, this is a CG epic which tells us that technology is heading us in a course of destruction. <laughs> Duh. So uh, um, it there's lots of interesting ideas in this trilogy, lots of interesting science fiction and metaphysical ideas, but it's done in a really dull way. It's just really dull characters just talking oh, okay. for most of it. Is this the animated one? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It pays off with good uh, spectacle. But, um, yeah, it's, it's got a good uh, score by one of the the veterans of the series, Takeyuki Hitori. Um, but, uh, yeah, overall it's pretty dull, but it's got some good images in it. Anyway, that's what I saw. That's you. Well, for me, I watched um, your Blu-ray copy of Day of the Dead, um, mainly because, you know, you'd loaned it to me for the fact that it was on Blu-ray and that there were the DVD extras, which included the very dated um, sales pitch sort of advertisement film for the place where they filmed it, Mm -hmm. which are these limestone uh, caves that are a massive storage facility. So apparently they mined a ton of limestone out of the Pittsburgh area and then went, hmm, 
what could we do with this big hollowed out mountain? I got a nutty idea. Let's make a storage facility. So they did. And uh, they tell you all the different delightful ways it could be used for different things, the different services they provide. Um, I mean, they could drive trucks in and out of it. Oh, yeah. So that's crazy. Store yachts down there. And it looks much brighter and more cheerful than in the movie. (laughs) And the total lack of zombies. Mm -hmm. Uh, So there's that. Um, And... uh, I started watching Dagon. I didn't get more than maybe a third of the way through it, so I have to go back to it. I started getting sleepy, and I didn't want to miss anything good. Um, I watched the first half of Planet of the Apes because it was on and because we talked about it recently. Yeah. Uh, the Tim Burton Planet of the Apes. Oh. Ziggy, have you seen this? No, the only one that I've seen is the one that I saw with you. Oh, the, uh, the part of the new series, right. Yeah. Um, which this isn't part of that new series. But the new series looks really good. I mean, the apes mm-hmm. look great. Yeah. The motion capture stuff is... It's high praise. Yeah. The apes look great. Yeah. The apes look great. Hey, when the apes don't look great, then, you know, they're not great <laughs> apes. Um, <laughs> uh, it's no. It takes me out of the movie. I don't want to be reminded that it's a makeup. Okay. okay. It's valid. Right? Valid. Okay. Very. So, um... How do the apes speak English? That, see? <laughs> that's another good question. Um, I forgot that they were like pretty much didn't have guns until the, this is a bit of a spoiler, but come on people. Um, the Charlton Heston ape, the one, the one that he plays, yeah, uh, breaks open some ceramic thing and there's a gun in it. Oh yeah. And he explains something about got that from Zardos, I think. Is that what it was? <laughs> so, um, and then I watched, uh, enemy of the state. Because, you know, when we talk about things like the net, I think, oh, you know what? I want to see how technology in this movie holds up. And it's pretty good, even though it's from like 10 or so years ago. It's still pretty good. Uh, It's the Will Smith one where he's um, got some compromising information and some government baddies are trying to get him. 10 years, I believe. Is it? Yeah, I'm thinking closer to 20 now. No. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Because I think I watched that when I was working at the liquor store. (laughs) Because you had to drink yourself into a stupor. Yes. Well, they tried to keep you from drinking on the job, but I watched a lot of movies on the security camera. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's all you got to do is point is point the camera at the thing you want to watch. So you're, you're that classic movie security guard, just sitting yeah. back. Sitting back, watching whatever. Looking at everything except the screens. Yeah. Well, I had to do that, too. That was a lot of fun to watch movies. Watch, like, a day's worth of security tapes, even though you knew nothing happened. You had to sit there and watch them on Fast Forward. Watch people buzz around the store. <laughs> right. Um, also, I watched uh, a few episodes I hadn't seen of Ancient Aliens. Ooh. Because I, I decide I'm not watching that anymore, and then it's on, and I and I get going with it, and it's like, oh, interesting. Valid was point. it Aliens? As it turns out, it's all aliens. Okay. Like all that old Egypt stuff, the ancient Egypt stuff, all aliens. All aliens. Aztecs, Mayans. Uh, I love when they throw in the Aztecs and the Mayans because yeah. that wasn't that long ago. No. No. <laughs> it wasn't. You notice it's always like white people saying that these other people couldn't, couldn't possibly have built these magnificent oh, structures. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, clearly there, there is a big underlying dollop of racism there. Yeah, I would say you're right. Uh, so that's it for me. And then uh, I did watch two out of our four uh, Friday the 13th 
Um, and the other two I would gladly have watched. I didn't have them in my possession, and I wasn't going to pay four bucks a piece for something I know I own. Uh, but I did watch the, um, the what was it, Dead Meat montages, those like oh, yeah. 10 or 12 minute long things right. about, about basically, oh, the plot goes here, the plot goes there, then there's a kill. And he basically is talking about all the killing. So I did watch those. So I'm, I'm, I'm pretty up on what, uh, on what happens in these. So what, uh, what we're doing here um, in part is uh, getting your perspective on this, Ziggy, is, is we want to know, okay, we all saw this stuff when we were somewhere around your age, maybe younger, maybe older. Uh, for me, I saw the first one when it came out, and I think I saw all of them up to a point um, while they were new. I think maybe I stopped um, somewhere shortly after seven. In fact, I may have stopped at seven, uh, but, but then ended up seeing them anyway at some point in time. I'm still not sure I saw Jason Takes Manhattan. But I want to ask, did you guys notice, um, with all the different people who've played Jason, did you notice a marked improvement in the physical acting when Kane Hodder came on board for part seven? No. No? You think the other ones were about the same? I watched the final chapter and took it at its word that it was the final chapter. Which yeah. is four. Yeah. yeah, and there's no more after that. I made that, that mistake. Okay, so you just stopped there. Yeah. Okay. That's it. It's okay. the final no. chapter. Yeah. There's like six more of them. <laughs> nope. The third one was my favorite, which we've already talked about. But the third one was my favorite, and so far none of them have I've liked as much as the third one. So nothing has taken out the third one. I mean, in different ways, yes. Um... The seventh one, they brought in a bunch of new stuff that was not in the realm of the other movies, and I was confused, but I was like, okay, at least they're reaching out for new things. Mm -hmm. Because prior to that, every movie's kind of the same, just with different people and different kills and stuff. Um, yeah. Okay. Well. But they brought in, like, the occult in, like, the last one. Well, yeah. You, you had uh, Carrie versus Jason, basically. Yeah, I was wondering about that. There was definite parallels. Carrie? Yeah, and I read the book. I love the book. Yeah. Have you um, seen the original and the remake of Carrie? I've still only seen the original. Okay, good. Mm -hmm. It's got John Travolta in I it. know. He just does not <laughs> play, like, a crazy person well. <laughs> not so much, right? Yeah. Um, so, part four. You, you picked up where, where we left off, right? So yes. You liked 3 in 3D, but you didn't watch it in 3D. I, yeah, unfortunately. I did both, I think. Did you watch it in 3D? I think so. Did it work? I think a little bit. I think it gave me a headache. Okay. Um, I think I was snacking on, like, ibuprofen and popcorn. Yeah? Um, yeah. Uh, the the dad from Back to the Future is in it. He plays Jimmy. Right. And, that, and he does a great dance. He does do a great dance. Do you like my dancing? Look at me dance. Yeah. Then he has that whole thing about how he's not a dead fuck. That's I. That was like that my was favorite part. So I was like, funny. you are. That's funny. That guy really got in his head with that, didn't he? Teddy. Yeah. I love Teddy. Teddy Did was you? funny too. I thought Teddy was a more likable version of uh, Shelly from the third one. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Um, Yeah. Shelly was too much of a sad sack. Yeah. But then you make him Teddy and you love him. He's great. Okay. Um, I thought he was just funny. I could see your logic. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily agree with all of it, but yeah. I, I liked him. Um, I thought he was like, obviously there are errors, especially for the time. Like all the guys are like slightly sexist and you're like, eh. Slightly? I was being generous. Um, <laughs> they were, so. They're just a bunch of racist homophobes. Yeah. But out of all the characters, he was my favorite. 
Okay. Um, the introduction to Johnny, I didn't realize, was going to be a carried plot. Because I watched the fourth one and then took, like, a major break and then maybe watched all three of them yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, possibly we be It's not confirmed. Um, so I didn't put it together. And then I started to watch the fourth one again, thinking that it was the eighth one. Uh-oh. And then I was like, I've seen this already. Why are they recapping so long? It was, like, 15 minutes of recap. And I was like, this isn't right. This recap keeps going. <laughs> yeah, because they do the recaps. And I was like, that would make sense if it's the last one. They are not shy with the recaps in these movies. At all. No. They just... They... Well, they stopped that. In, like, six and seven, there is no recap. No? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. That's what confused me. I was like, oh, that's a new thing. Yeah, leaving um, out the recap. Um, quick question about part four. Yes. Um, what do you think of the... Uh, Guy working in a morgue just sitting a sandwich on a dead body. Have you seen this before? Yes. Well, I, I mean, I remember that scene. I don't know if I've seen someone put a sandwich on a dead body before. Yeah. But um, I mean, there, there's there's a lot of sandwiches in morgues left on counters or on bodies or being eaten while working on them. I didn't it's know that was something real messy, too, like chicken salad. Yeah. The only real morgue thing I've seen is from iZombie, in which case she eats the brains. So yeah. that's a little different. Um, so no, I didn't know that that was a thing, and now I'm slightly alarmed. Yeah, yeah. it's just one of those cliches that you know they have the the attendant yeah. eating something. Oh, I just thought working. he was an asshole. I was like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> he is, but well, yeah, know, that's it, for uh, sure. just one of the stock characters. I couldn't suspend my disbelief to um, f- for that nurse to want to go on having some intimate time with him after the way he acted and how repulsive he really was. Yeah. yeah People just, were hornier in the 80s. Maybe that's the case. <laughs> For guys like him, though? Oh, have you seen the exercise show? Is that on TV? Oh, man. Yeah, but, that, what what uh, was that? That was called uh, aerobicize or... Uh, okay, Ziggy, you, you saw the thing that he was I did, watching I on the TV? I did see the thing. Me and my friend had a good laugh at that. Do you know what that was? It's like the weird exercise things. I've seen them in like the older 80s movies, but like no, because that's not a thing that exists anymore. So when you watched, it was either Showtime or HBO. It was like an interstitial that they would put on in between movies to just take up some time. And I assume they had something in mind for the guys watching late at night, you know, maybe having their alone time. basically what this guy's situation was. And I've seen this in a few different movies, but um, it was the weird camera kaleidoscope thing that would happen. Yeah. And then it, it, it wasn't, no one was exercising along with this. Nope. <laughs> Maybe it was just him like eating and then with like the dead body behind him slightly moving. Yeah. So then, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Jason yep. under, under that sheet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he kills them both. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he heads back to camp. Yep. How does he keep finding his way around? He's been, like, in the woods and or, like, secluded for so long, and all of a sudden he's, like, in a morgue, and he's like, oh, I take a right here, and heads back to camp. I don't <laughs> understand. He's, like, kept under a sheet there. Did he, like, count stoplights? Like, how, yeah, <laughs> how guess... does he get back? Yeah, my uh, my wife watched this. This is the first Friday the 13th she'd ever seen. Uh, that she had ever seen or has ever seen? Has ever seen. Really? She's never seen a Friday the 13th, uh, no, but she's aware of Friday the 13th, obviously. Well, sure. Um, and she's like, I may have seen bits and pieces, but her question was, or her thought was that Jason couldn't come inside, that he could only get you when you were outside the camp. Oh, oh okay. Like, they changed that in no, seven. No, <laughs> he just, he can go wherever he wants. He wanders to town. He, Manhattan. Manhattan. Space. Space. Jason space, X, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, okay, so what else? Uh, what's some other observations about uh, part four? They have Rob, who's like the lone hiker man. And I thought he was a cool, like, red herring at first. Because he was, like, kind of mysterious. And then, like, um, what's her name? The the older sister? Johnny's older sister? Oh. Is it, is it Trisha or is that someone else? Trisha, yeah. Oh, Trish, so good I think. today. I am on a roll. Okay. Good. Trisha. She likes him. And I was like, ooh, he, he gonna be creepy or something. But then he was, like, he turned out to be, like, the sister, the, the sister, the brother of Sandra who died in the second one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't remember who Sandra was. I was she, just. Uh, she gets speared in bed oh that's the one yep i like that gordon the dog at some point just laughed yeah, yeah. he jumped through <laughs> the going. window yeah he's like i'm out of here <laughs> two legs you can handle this this is your problem <laughs> it's like jason couldn't catch me if he tried yeah and i'm just gonna keep going i'm just yeah. gonna go yeah there will be snacks there were along a lot the way. of people going through glass in this movie yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so um I think my like favorite thing from that movie was um, the at the end um, Johnny yeah he um, he makes like masks right and yeah. he like dresses up as like Tommy Tommy the, the little boy yeah no, Corey Feldman's character yeah. yeah Tommy oh Tommy Tommy Jarvis which one's okay wait yeah. but isn't there also a Johnny in this movie? Yes, because he uh, grows up to be the guy in the fifth one. That's Tommy. Tommy Jarvis. Yeah, he's, he's named after Tom oh. Savini. Okay. Oh, okay. I, I did some wrong naming. Okay, never mind. It's I'm not right. on a roll. It's Strike okay. that. It's fine. Anyway, Tommy. He has his mask, and at the end he dresses up like young Jason, and I thought that that reminded me a lot of like the final girl in the second one, I believe. Mm-hmm. How she got out of it by pretending to be the mother. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Um, and yeah, those were most of my thoughts. I need to figure out who I'm talking about, though, because I have notes on names that are not correct, apparently. So, uh, Tom Savini returned for this film, by the way. He was, he worked on the first movie. He really wanted to sort of, hey, I'll help you wrap this thing up properly. I'm going to do the makeup. I'm going to do it the right way. And, oh, since you got this kid who's doing this stuff. What? <laughs> my phone's talking to me put my phone in my pocket and it's like what do you want richard <laughs> i want you to shut up we're recording um tom savini returned for this film uh to help them finish jason off once and for all no more jasons mm-hmm. we're done that's it it was tommy no. from then on yeah okay wait okay wait okay wait i was almost positive that later his name is johnny no it, it is tommy i'm just stupid maybe what is going on because um, when later when he he's like grown and he's with Megan right and they're trying to stop Jason uh-huh. in like the seventh part I think maybe yeah he's six? he's back in the fifth one yeah he's in five and six um, are you mixing up your Roman numerals what are you all talking about there's clearly know. only four of these things it <laughs> says the final chapter <laughs> we're done we're out all right cool we could watch some more Frank and never mind yeah I thought. It was Johnny and Megan in six. Do you know what a troubled production this movie was? I'm so confused. Jolene, you know about this, right? What, part four? Yeah. The uh, director apparently is such a dick. Um, you remember the part where Tommy or Johnny, whatever you want to call him? I need him? to find out. Sorry, I'm <laughs> looking, looking this, this up. up right now. I, I need Johnny. to know what I did wrong. <laughs> Tommy? Johnny? Johnny, Johnny. Johnny Mnemonic? 
Tawny. Tawny Katane. Tawny, yeah. Tawny. Tawny um, Katane was in this? Yeah. Oh, amazing. She played Corey Feldman. <laughs> she did an excellent job. It was wild. Um, so <laughs> so do, you, do you remember when that woman goes in the lake? She strips off her clothes, swims out to the that. The girlfriend that gets jealous in the fourth one? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Sam. Yeah, so yeah. she swims out to the raft, the, the inflatable boat. Yep. Hops in it, and she's out there. Apparently, this director, um, Joe Zito, who who directed one of Will's favorite movies, uh, Blood Rage. Blood Rage. It totally is Tommy. I don't know what I did wrong. That's okay. (laughs) Where did I go wrong? Maybe they were mumbling. Maybe you got crappy speakers. I don't know. So um, it's in all of my notes, though. That's the confusing bit. I think I don't. I don't know what's going on. Okay. Anyway. So um, continue. So a lot of people had had to do some uncomfortable stuff or some dangerous stuff for this movie to get it made. And uh, one of the things was Judy Aronson, who um, was the actress who swam out naked in the lake and then jumped in that boat. She was forced by the director to do several takes and stay in the lake the whole time and developed hypothermia. Oof. Yeah. Um, Joe Zito was really hostile with his actors. Uh, he was rude and mean. He, um, he made Corey Feldman unhappy, who was basically bratty the whole time. And uh, when you see him freaking out and going bananas with the uh, machete, hacking Jason at, yeah, the end, at the end, and he can't stop himself, uh, he's like a, he's like in a Christmas story when, <laughs> when Ralphie beats the shit out of the bully. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he kind of goes off like that. Well, um, they told they told him to imagine something that makes you really mad, and then you're going to hit these sandbags with his machete. And he was picturing Joe Zito. So this could have gone differently. Could have been. Uh, Boy actor kills director with machete during filming. Yeah. But instead. Did Joe Zito think he was Kubrick? <laughs> no. Um, so, uh, yeah, it was just sandbags. Uh, but this movie um, made a lot of money. So mm-hmm. what else were they going to do? Just, you know, have have uh, some integrity and quit making these things mm-hmm. like they said they would? I did discover something in the fourth movie that continued through all of the rest he just like gets his weapons somewhere sometimes they explain it like someone will have like a machete and he's like kills them and takes we, the machete established he knows his way into town he probably knows but a good warehouse he just like has a harpoon gun suddenly in the fourth one he like shoots someone but does he like, doesn't pick where? it up out of, a, out of a boat or something i think he got it like out of a tree i don't know yeah it just like appeared um and then also he like has a magic bag like felix like mary yeah. poppins just pull, yeah exactly it's like mary poppins. <laughs> it's just all weapons um also so in every horror movie like the trope that like sex means death they also bring in that like doing drugs means death but if you're stoned you tend to last longer than people that have had sex so pro tip just get high high sex (laughs) no then you're gonna die immediately that's like both of the bad ones so it's just gonna take a little bit longer yeah you have a better chance that somebody should uh subvert that and have the only people who have sex live through the movie that would be so great you know the the only the people follows. who do drugs or totally drunk make it through the movie yeah but all this everyone would live that'd be straight terrible straight age people would keep getting killed now did anyone think the physical acting looked a little hesitant on part of uh, Ted White in this one the guy who played Jason I don't no, really I didn't attention. think so because when they were in the house uh, and, uh, and when I rewatched it, I didn't think so as much, but sometimes it looks like he's giving them a second or he's trying to decide what to do. Oh, there's a bit where uh, Tommy goes one way and his sister goes the other and he's like weighing up who's he, 
he was he going to go after? Yeah, him? yeah. That's a nice little touch. I thought. Yeah, I guess that's true. I don't really pay attention. He, to he's, that a, thing. he's a veteran stuntman, you know. for sure. He'd, he'd been in John Wayne movies. Oh wow! What, what if seen... John Wayne had been in one of these movies? Yeah, yeah. He'd sort that Jason out. Yeah, yeah. He'd, he'd fill him full of lead. Um. So what else? What about this movie that uh, you so, you noticed? So did did Jason die in this? Was this the end of Jason, and then it became Tommy? No, <laughs> Tommy is never is never it. This okay. You wouldn't know it by the crazy look he gives you at the end of this movie. Okay, so is this is this the one where he like? Yeah, he like almost. He's hugging his sister. Yeah, and then, then and he, he like attacks at the camera. Yeah. Okay. I got so confused in that, and then I looked up what happened, and and then they explained that like, is that the one where it wasn't even Jason? Because there's one of them where it wasn't even Jason. Right. It was like Roy something. Okay. Who's like that's, the one? That's part five. That's part five. Okay, never mind. I'm getting ahead of myself. Never mind. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. The end confused me on five and this one a little bit because it seems like they're creating like cliffhangers with Tommy, Johnny. Who, yeah. Tommy. Who knows? Tommy. Thank you. There might be two different people that I'm getting confused, or you just confused me on purpose. Johnny Tarvis. <laughs> <laughs> that might be it. Um, so this this came out in 1984. Yes. Final chapter. We're done. No more. No, no more of these things. That's why I thought it was the eighth one. So <laughs> what, are they, what are they? Wait two, three years before they make another it's one. It's eleven no. months. The one, the next one comes out. Part five comes out in 1985. A year later. Yeah, it's eleven months. I looked to the side. Yeah, yeah, like less than a year later. Mm-hmm. Okay. 11 months later, it's like, hey, guys, sorry, we didn't really mean that. Mm-hmm. And then that's the new beginning one. Yes. Yes. That so. one I liked until I didn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like sounds many, like... many people thought that. Yeah. Like yeah. You're led to think it's something happening and then it's. Well, they just. That was the blurb on the box. You'll like it till you don't. <laughs> Yeah, they just kept... In, my issue is they kept introducing people just to die. Yeah. And that made me so angry. It was like... Because in all the others, they've had like 10 to 15 kids that they kill off. And they usually like kind of wait a little bit to kill them. And you're like, ooh, when's it going to happen? But here they're like, oh no, their car broke down. Let's shove a road flare in his mouth. I was like, okay, that's a cool death though. I like that. Yeah. They're getting more creative most so of the time. D- does the cool death make it worth it? Does, no. does it excuse the bullshit? No. Because then they start reusing deaths too. Uh, like in the next one, uh, Jason again crushes someone's head from the sides like he did in the third one. Uh-huh. And I liked that the first time. I did not like it the second time. Yeah, quit playing the hits, Jason. I'm, stop. Come up with some new shit. Yes. Okay, um, fair enough. This one had a lot of drug use and a lot of boobs. Uh-huh. Um, and the end confused the crap out of me. So I looked it up this morning and it was not even Jason. So. Um, mm-hmm. I thought that the mental institution type cliche plot thing could be cool because I thought that they'd start out with like a new killer. Um, it was like a halfway house, wasn't it? Yeah, but it was still like they were still getting like treatment, weren't they? Uh, yeah, I guess it was. It, um, was. it was. There was therapy. I think they were allowed to leave, weren't they? Yeah, but they weren't really supposed to because there was that couple that kept like leaving to go like have sex on the neighbor's lawn. Yeah. The neighbors too. Freaking Ethel. That was her name. <laughs> Ethel. She, she was... Uh, Again, the introducing characters just to die. It felt pointless to me. Um, Behind yeah. the scenes, this this uh, production was plagued with hardcore drug use. <laughs> so. Makes sense. Oh, it opens with a kid in like a yellow slicker, which reminded me of it a lot. And I don't know if they did that on purpose. Uh, 
but I thought that was cool because it's like raining and people are like digging up Jason. Why was he buried with his mask and a weapon? <laughs> Ooh, the weapon? That's a good question. Um, what, what year did the original it, was, it come it was out? His will. I don't know. Uh, I thought it came out in '87 or '88. Yeah, that, that would have been after this. Okay, well so, then it. So Georgie but, stole the slicker from Jason Part Five. But it came from a book, so that's like when did the book come out? I don't know. Yeah, I think '87 or '88. The kid in the slicker thing goes back at least as far as uh, Don't Look Now, which yeah. is early '70s. Okay. Well, okay, it, I, it reminded me of it. But every rain, yeah. every raincoat was yellow up until. Somebody went, hey, these don't have to just be yellow. Okay, well then I'm just stupid. Yeah, Finally, never we're mind. through okay. with all the yellow. Yeah, can we have a blue <laughs> raincoat here? But you might mistake it for a regular coat. I think the brood, they wear yellow, <coughs> yellow max, don't they? Uh, something. Raincoats. Yeah, something like that. He was buried. Oh, they do, yes. Sorry, I just read that. He was buried with not one but two weapons and his ski mask. Wow. Um... It was in his will. Yeah, yeah. Two yeah. of them. It's... And the people like digging him up has happened twice now. Yeah. They need to stop. And the second time he was like literally revived by magic. Like they need to stop doing that. Yeah. Um. Do you know of any famous people who were dug up and stolen? Do I want to? Do you know of any? No, but I'm asking you. Do I want to? Because I don't. Do you want to know? <laughs> Charlie Chaplin was one. Oh. Abraham Lincoln was another. They attempted it. Yeah. They didn't succeed. But no. But they, they, they did get Charlie. They got Charlie. Uh, <laughs> Who else have they stolen the bodies of? Um, uh, oh. Most pharaohs. Yes. Yeah, a lot of pharaohs. <coughs> um, was it Alan Parsons? Graham Parsons. Graham Parsons, yeah. Yep. A friend of his promised he would steal his body and take it in the desert and cremate him. <laughs> yeah. There's a movie called Grand, Grand Theft Parsons, if you want to see that that's one. That's right. Yeah, that's weird. Go ahead, Ziggy, sorry. No, um... Yeah, I I got confused a lot, and I was kind of unsatisfied. Like, I there was a lack of backstory with all the characters, which I felt like they could have added to be interesting, which I know they hadn't done before with any of the people that were set up to die. But, you know, the, like, patients, that could have been a cool way to be, like, you know, to introduce more backstory and the like. And we don't know if these patients are really seeing something or if they're just imagining it. Mm-hmm. That was cool, though, especially when they bring it in later. Uh, Jolian, do you feel like part five was just perfunctory? Like, oh, here's another piece of crap, you dummies. Give me ten bucks or yeah. four bucks or whatever it was at the time. Yeah, there, there wasn't any soul to it. You know, it was, I, I found the previous four, I liked most of the people in it. Yeah. And, you, and um, you're kind of sorry to see them go, but yeah, five, yeah, as Ziggy as says, you know, they set them up and knock them down. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're a bunch of... Those things you throw the baseball at at the carnival, those are called circus punks. They're like a bunch of circus punks. Okay. Uh, that sounds like a different thing than what it is, but circus but, punks. But I, I think that's the first one I saw theatrically where I was old enough to go and see them. Oh, okay. But then they there's Double Bill uh, re-release of uh, Part 4 and uh, My Bloody Valentine. Oh, you had a marathon. Came out, so uh, yeah, I watched that and enjoyed that. Oh, wow. Um, so you were living in England, mm-hmm. and a theatrical release of this, was it heavily edited? Yeah. Because it was during the video nasty era. Mm-hmm. Huh. So um, what were the snacks at the time? Just popcorn? <laughs> I've never bought snacks at a theater, really. No? No. You're not a big movie eater kind of? No. no? no I used to work at a theater, and so we had all the popcorn we could eat. And just eat it because it, it was something to do, and it's just so boring. <laughs> okay. Um, it seems fair. 
I was just thinking maybe there's something different they have in England. No, I mean you have good chocolates and things, but yeah, oh. yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, this one uh, it was known for explicit nudity and sex scenes, uh, and it does kind I of watched the wrong one. You did, <laughs> um, and I kind of feel like they knew what they were doing. They were just like, hey, if we shove another one of these out in front of everybody, they'll go to it, and they weren't wrong. Everyone did. I don't know how much this one made. I don't have any notes on this. And again, um, a new beginning. It's like, hey, if we were kidding. We're starting over. Mm-hmm. Uh, they go into part six a year later. Again, I don't know if you have any notes on exactly how many months it was, but Mm-mm. no. I had to look up four um, and five because the end of five confused me, which I finally figured out. I, like, I got it. It was not Jason. And I was so ready for that to be like a cool thing. And then they said it like in passing. Like, a policeman says it to a nurse, and then that's it. Um, They're like, this isn't the guy. Mm-hmm. Who was he? It was the father of Vic, who... No, no, not Vic. The other one. So, okay. Vic, who is one of the patients. Right. You're taking those away from me? You can have more if you like. Oh, well. We just, have chocolate in the have, studio. No, don't worry you. about it. I don't, just figure it's because I'm like talking with food in my mouth. <laughs> You're talking during a movie podcast. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. So Roy Burns, who ends up being the killer, uh, is the father of Joey, who is killed by Vic, who is another patient, who just like snaps and kills Joey, who's also a patient, with okay. an axe, right? Yeah, because they're chopping wood, mm-hmm. as they do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that was cool because that's the only time that we've seen someone die not by Jason. Uh-huh. Uh, so then I think Roy, who's like a police officer, decides to take revenge and thinks that Jason would be a good, like, cover. He's a paramedic. Ah, uh, I knew he was an official of some sort that was there. Um, yeah, and that, that got me because I wrote a bunch of notes about, like, why Jason looked normal. I was like, what happened? Because what? Cause he was all, like, deformed in the last movie. And all of a sudden he looked normal, and I was like, "When?" This is and new, it was new, new beginning. It's a makeover. Oh right. He gets a makeover. <laughs> it's a reboot. <laughs> Forget um, everything else you knew. This is this is what really happened. Right. Just right. like they did with Halloween. You like that movie? I do. I do yeah. like that movie. I like, like the original too, though. Never mind two through whatever. Uh, it's it, it starts now. Mm-hmm. This is the only thing that exists besides the first movie. Well, I didn't like the original Halloween, but then I saw it again, and then I did like it because okay, I good. think. You lent me a different version mm-hmm. of it. Yes. Yeah. Something different. I like that more. Um, so, yeah, I think so far, part five has been my least favorite of the seven I've seen. Okay. She, she's not got to your favorite yet. Yeah, Spacing. Jason. Jason at Space, yeah. Oh, the kid from the Goonies is in it, though. That was a redeeming quality for me. Corey Feldman is in it. Oh, I see in that one again. Yeah, he plays... Young Tommy. See, I have Tommy written here and Johnny written here. Wow. I, <laughs> you really were confused. I don't know what happened. Um, yeah. This was not my favorite. Right. Okay. Then, I so, like the road flare, though. That was about it. So um, so you, you, did, you did watch uh, part six. I did, and seven. Okay. Um, do you remember the character Court? C-O-R-T, Court? Yes. Okay, what do you think of that guy? Remind me real quick who he is because it's familiar, but yeah, it will show you. I knew you were like preparing something over there. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, yeah, I'll show you a picture of him here. That guy. 
Yes. Oh, he's the one that wears crop tops. Okay. I loved yeah. him. I was just talking to my mother about d- how. D- does he does he remind you of any actor? Who... A beaver. No, look at it. Look at him again. <laughs> I don't like this. Who is he? Because I did not. Pay does attention. he does he look at all like John Travolta to you? Probably yes. That's his nephew. That makes sense. Yeah. Hey, what are you looking at? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So Tom Fridley is uh, his. At least that's his acting name. His stage persona name. Um, I, like I have him. a story about him later, but uh, okay. yeah, he gets his throat cut or something shoved through his throat. Yeah, he gets his throat cut. Yeah, from the side. Yeah. Yeah. After he kills, or after Jason kills, like the girlfriend in the bathroom, she he pushes her face like into the middle, and it makes like an indent. On the yeah, that's crazy, wasn't it's crazy. it? Crazy. Um, you still have not seen the craziest kill Jason does. It's I'm it's afraid. it's in space. <laughs> Jolie knows what I'm talking about. <gasps> Ooh, but wait, which one's the movie? There's, okay, and, like, one of the opening kills, because, you know, there's always, like, one or two kills first. Yeah. Freaking, there's, like, a couple in the car. I think it is this one, because they're counselors. He's limbering up. Yeah, so Jason's, like, (laughs) the couple's in the car, and Jason, like, stabs the guy with, like, a piece of metal and, like, throws it over his shoulder, and you just see the body go flying. (laughs) It's kind of cool, (laughs) isn't it? Funniest thing. Because I was like, okay, he stabbed him, and then all of a sudden you see the body, like, drop, and it's just, like, a pillow, and it's just, like, poom. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was really funny. Yeah. That's a good one. I really liked sex. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the, the, Jason becomes really supernatural for the first time in this yeah. movie. Yeah. He's, he's like, just Superman with the hockey mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, like, throughout all the movies, it's, like, obvious that, like, he doesn't die and, like, never gets hurt and, like, is super strong and all this other crap. Yeah. Um, crap. But... Here they're actually, like, confirming it, which is cool. Um, I mean, it was cool. It was kind of like, it felt like it was, like, one of their, like, last things that they had, like, way back in the ideas of Jason. Because he went from, like, a serial killer to, like, a supernatural phenomenon. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, he's he's really got, uh, you know, this in, inhuman ability to keep coming back to life. But in this one, he's just got super strength. And apparently he can appear anywhere at any time. Uh, but they did have uh, a little more humor in this movie. Yeah, There's, and self awareness too. Yeah, I was really like, happy about that. Yeah, the meta, the meta humor, and mm-hmm. and some action film elements too. So you had some car chasing and some shooting. Yes, and the car not, flipped. Yep. Yep. That had not happened in previous and movies. Jason somehow on top of it, like. Uh, yeah, standing on top of it, like even yeah. though it was the bottom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like that's how it landed. Okay. Um, yeah. So this one uh, was definitely different. Uh, breaking the fourth wall like that, though, you dig that because you like Scream. Yes, I love Scream. <laughs> so that should fit right in. Yeah, yeah, there's like the the part where they, you know, again, like the two counselors in the, the car in the opening kills. Yeah. She's like, I've seen enough horror movies to know that a, mask, a guy in a mask isn't good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, hey, wait a minute. That's a new one because most people are like, hey, can I help you? Right. And that's how they've been in the, <laughs> yeah. the last movies. She's played by the uh, director's wife huh. in real life. That's pretty cool. Her name's Johnny. (laughs) You mean Tommy? (laughs) I feel bullied. I can just leave, you know. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Okay, give me more chocolate. They do do this all the time. I know, I know, I know. Um, So the character Court. um, I loved him. Played by Tom Fridley. Yes. Um, When I was in college, uh, I worked at this little bistro called Catcher in the Rye. And... uh, 
when I applied for the job, the guy, Don, wanted to hire me. Uh, and I had more cooking experience than he did, but he had opened a restaurant. And uh, he was going to be happy to have someone there who knew how to cook and knew what to do. And uh, he said, listen, there's no reason at all I don't want to hire you right now. He said, but I have a regular customer who brings a lot of business in. She brings all of her friends here and people who come to visit. Um, she, she's an actor and she brings in people who come in from out of town all the time. Her son really needs a job right now or, or they need to keep him out of trouble or whatever. And, uh, and, uh, it's this, this, this kid, Tom, Tommy. And so, uh, he's like, I have to give him a shot and I got to be honest with you. I think he'll be easily distracted and he'll quit after a couple of weeks. If you're cool with waiting, I'll totally hire you after he, <laughs> after he's in and back out. And so apparently he got, uh, he got caught for drinking some beers he wasn't supposed to drink or something and got himself fired after about a week. Uh, but it was, um, it was Tommy Travolta, basically, uh, Ellen Travolta's son. Ellen was the mom and Charles in charge. You ever see that show? No. Nope. Oh, okay. It was one of those eighties or nine, early nineties TV shows. And, uh, she, she plays Chachi's mom. If you've ever, have you ever seen happy days? Nope. Oh, okay. So none of this means Not anything. Nope. anything. <laughs> Just the, but you've heard of John Travolta. Yes. I okay. Have. So this is nephew. So my point in the story isn't to say, oh, I replaced somebody, some famous person's kid who's also a famous person's nephew. My point to the story is what a small world it is. I moved to Seattle like a couple years later, a year or two later. The story continues. The story continues. Oh just goodness. like this bullshit. A new beginning. <laughs> Except for I'm not wearing a fucking hockey mask in this. It's actually um, you. Yeah. So I moved to Seattle and um, my friend Robbie was living over there. And he said, you'll love it. You should just move here. Um, my roommate's the manager of our apartment building. Get you a place real easy and put her on the phone. Yep, I'm renting an apartment. I move there. And uh, so I meet this crazy friend of his, Michael. And uh, Michael started telling a story after I got to know him for a while. And, you know, we were drinking some drinks and whatever. And uh, he tells me this story about when he lived in California. Uh, he was over at a friend's house getting really high. And uh, his friend told him, we got to air this place out. My uncle's coming over. And he said he was real, real high. And they're trying to air the place out and get all the smoke out. And they're spraying, you know, Glade or whatever. And uh, he said, you know, he's, he's that really paranoid, weirded out kind of high. It's like, oh, no, there's an adult coming over. And all of a sudden, knock at the door. Here comes the uncle. Hey, fellas, what's happening? It's fucking John Travolta walks in. And I went, oh, my God, you know Tommy? <laughs> And he's like, you know him? And I went, yeah, he was living over in Coeur d'Alene. I worked at the restaurant he that he got fired Tommy. from. So I said, then you know his mom, Ellen. And he goes, oh, yeah, I know Ellen. Oh, okay, cool. So we we had a very small world uh, thing about uh, this guy who gets his neck slashed in this movie. I thought that was kind of fun. Yeah. He, yep. So I just ratted him out for getting high. Rip. I hope Travolta doesn't find out about this shit. Yeah. So that was weird. Anyway, so um, yeah. Oh, and then we had part seven. Part seven. Uh, that's got the hitchhiking banana eating girl, right? That's part no, that six. Was part that's four. Part, was that part four? Part, part, part four. four. Yeah, yeah. So those are the two that I watched. These these two in the middle I watched recently, but not that recently. Okay. 
Okay, wait. I had so many notes on six. You just you, you messed up. Oh, my I'm sorry. Mojo. I was just hear her notes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. We're, Thank we're, you very much. We're within our normal amount of time for this sort of a thing. <laughs> um. Well, now I have to I have to look at this. Um, Please proceed. Yeah. Well. Do you want me to tell boring stories until you find your notes? No. I'm good. <laughs> okay. So the. The movie logic I thought was funny because they started doing things that were very obviously like shitty horror movie logic. Like sure. he went to like strike a match and started like pouring rain. Yeah. <laughs> and I think he has like a moment of like really, and I was like, that's funny because you know it's most self- of the time people are just like, oh no, and like run. It's self-aware. Um, yeah, and I loved that they started doing things differently with deaths where they delayed them, um, which was shown I think like most clearly with like Lisbeth. Um, she, like, the killer, like, came up to her, like, Jason came up to her, and then she, like, started saying, like, no, no, kill me or something, and, like, when she opened her eyes again, he was gone, and then he came from behind to kill her. Oh. And that was cool, because they started, like, building the tension there, whereas previously in all the movies, Jason was there, and then the person was dead. Um, so I thought that was really cool. They started doing that. It made it more fun to watch for me. Sure. Um... Did these movies, like, continue, like, horror movie tropes or start them? Because, like, the cops being dumb and blaming the wrong people is in, like, every horror movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Was that continued by these, just, like, perpetuated? Yeah. That's old. Because that's really old. I mean, at least the blob. Yeah. And part six, like, calls back to, like, the old Universal series and the Frankenstein movies, which you wouldn't know, but... Yeah, you know the way they, you know, they'd have the sequel. You'd see, you'd have to bring back the monster somehow. You know, by lightning or. Yeah. This this whole this whole thing, uh, I don't know. Is there really anything new in in a Friday the Thirteenth movie? I uh, liked this one more. I think it being reduced it to, uh, you know, a suspense centered about, you know, a body count. Right, I guess, mm-hmm. yeah, that hadn't really been done before, had it? Yeah, being that basic. I mean, you had groups of people who were under threat, and you didn't know who would die or when they might die, mm-hmm. if they might die. But this one is just like, all right, how long till this idiot yeah. gets it? Yeah. Yeah, that's um, true. They brought kids into this one, which was new. That's true. Um, huh? And I was, like, really worried he was about to kill children. I was like, that's crossing a line, my friend. Yeah, um, that's the Guillermo del Toro line. Yeah. <laughs> Once they're over, like, what, 14, they're fair game. But below that, no. Um, the soundtrack I liked a lot. And the relationship between, like, Johnny and Megan, I thought was cool. Just the way that they kept getting out of situations and then into worse ones. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And he was like, I'm not taking you. And she was like, it's my car. I'm going to sit here now. And he was like, okay, I guess. Um, I thought they were kind of funny. And just the whole, I liked the idea of like needing to sink Jason again to return him to like where he started. Mm -hmm. Because at this point it's obvious that it's not, he's not just a serial killer. Like there's something going on. And I thought that was really smart and a cool way to end it. It did not end. There are more. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I really liked this one. Um, I am a sucker for self-aware horror. Yeah. So. That's good to know. So uh, this one um, did seem to get uh, favorable reviews and people tended to like it. But uh, I think people were kind of split on part seven, like whether they like part seven that much. 
um, because it was Carrie versus Jason. Yeah, I I had some issues with that. I thought it was cool. Was it a bit of a stretch that uh, that a mother would be complicit with the therapist saying, hey, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go stay in that lake house uh, where she had to watch her father die at that lake. And uh, we're just going to hang out and uh, work through our, our uh, paces and, and deal with our feelings here. Yeah. And he knows about her telekinesis because he's making her move a matchbook. And then it just like sets on fire. I was like, that's Carrie and you can't tell me otherwise. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah. And then at the beginning when she's little, she yeah. looks like the chick from... Carol Ann. Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. No, 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 no. You guys are cashing in on Carol Ann here. Yeah. Um, I thought it was cool that like, I I was conflicted. I thought it was cool, but also kind of like weird that like now Jason's a curse because it starts with like a recap of a lot of deaths and people being like, he's everywhere. Um, but yeah, I think they got a lot, uh, they got away with a lot of stuff in this one because it just like wouldn't happen. Right. Um, especially like the mother like my friend i was watching with my friend and she was like the therapist seems pervy or there's something wrong there and i was like yeah um and the fact that the mom was just kind of like yes like didn't like it was her husband too like he died there right there's some issues with that whole scenario Mm -hmm. um yeah the therapist definitely was at least controlling one of the villains Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Oh, and this is the movie where Jason started ripping out people's hearts, like with his hand. Oh, yeah. I believe. Maybe they did that in six, but I know it's happened in uh, I think he punches through somebody in this one. I think you're right. He definitely does. I know that he does it in this one, but I don't know if it, he does it twice in this one or once in the six and once in this one. Can't say for sure, but I know it happens in this one because I just watched this one. Mm-hmm. Um, when I started watching this, I thought it would be like a power transfer thing like to her because I knew that she had like something going on, but I thought like... When she wished her dad to be dead, it was Jason being like, ooh, that's my that's my cue. <laughs> yeah. And then his power would, like, go into her, and then suddenly she'd be the new villain. I did not think that he would, like, raise from, like, the water. Um, but he did. Yeah. The skeleton, skeletal quality that they had to give him, I think, was really cool. Um, it just looked nice to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was aesthetically pleasing. I don't know. I liked that. Um, he's, he's wet all the time. Yeah. Funny. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, he looks like he just got out of the lake the whole time. Okay. Yeah, makes sense. Um, I think the broke down car, they, they, they do that, and it happened in, like, the fifth one with the road flare thing. They do that same... The same trope. It's, I'm pretty sure it's the same road. Oh, yeah. Like, it looks similar. Cars and uh, torches in these movies are just always on the point of failure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would I would say um, you know if, if it's a group of teenagers maybe it makes sense because everybody's car is a piece of crap, and it's a good possibility oh, yeah, yeah, it's going to break mine, down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this one, um, so back to what did you think of the look of Jason in this one? Was this an improvement as far as you were concerned? Because he he was he was still wearing like the army jacket, yeah. but he was kind of rotten and waterlogged. And I think it. I liked it because they were, like, now fully going with, like, the supernatural type, like, there's something extra going on here, instead of just being, like, he's a serial killer, but maybe he's just really strong. Uh, I thought it was cool that they kind of, like, went all the way and made him, like, look, like, decomposed and Yeah, he had bones sticking gross. out. Yeah, and I thought that was cool, especially in the back, because you could see, like, all the back bones, like, his shirt was, like, ripped, too, and yeah, I was like, hey, that's finger cool. finger bones were showing. Yeah. 
So I thought it was cool that they went like all the way to that side. Um, I don't know if I'd prefer it that way because, I mean, I got kind of confused. I feel like, you know, they're just making movies to make movies now um, and to make money. Money, <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. But um, I did like that with, like, the look of him. They did go all the way to, like, the supernatural side of things. Do you think they're actually trying to be scary in this one or is it just done for fun? I don't know. It's hard to tell. <laughs> I think it's kind of the same because like I didn't find the look of him scary just because of like the standard of scare I'm used to. Mm. So I don't know if it would be considered scary or just like, hey, that's cool. Because for me it was, hey, that's cool. Mm. Um, so I'm not sure, but I liked it. This had the um, the record at the time for the longest um, fire stunt. Yeah. Uh, 40 seconds, Jason's on fire. And Kane Hodder, and I don't know if you know this or not, uh, was a burn victim uh, early in his stuntman career. And uh, it was it was very life-threatening and very traumatizing for his life. And uh, for him to go forward and do a fire stunt again after that, to me, is amazing. And I don't mm-hmm. know if maybe he did a lot in between or if maybe this was the first one he did since he was burned when he was younger. But holy wow. Yeah, that's something else. Um, he's uh, he's in my opinion the the best physical actor of them all, as far as like the way he breathes and the way he walks with purpose. Mm-hmm. I, I like it a lot. I mean, as far as all the Jasons are concerned, I, I like his work probably the best. Um, maybe not as much on Jason X, you know, the tenth one, because uh, I really don't I think seen they. One yet. I really want to see, and I'm not going to spoil anything by saying this, but I don't know that, uh, I don't know that he really has, I think he does better like in the woods and breaking through doors and oh, stuff. Oh yeah. Cause in space he just has to float around. They don't float. They've Why got, don't they float? They've got a gravity generator. That's so dumb. I want to see them floating. It's way in the future. He does get into uh, space sometimes. Yeah. Well, okay. He does. You're right. Um, it's, it's like a semester at sea. Except for it's a semester at space, and it's way, oh. way in the future. Yeah, I looked, and online they like had <laughs> dates for like when they came out or when they were based, and it was like twenty four fifty five, and I was like, "That's oh, new. That's that's a long time in the future." Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> again, this one they they did the extending like chase scenes and deaths to build tension, which was cool. Uh huh. Um. And again, every movie, like, where does he get his weapons? Like, sometimes there was like one scene where he just like comes out of like a. Th- thicket is that what it is like a, just a wall of trees sure i was gonna say bushel and i was like that's not a bushel nope. um he comes out like the forest and he's holding like not like a chainsaw it's like oh that that brush cutter thing yeah i wrote yeah. weed whacker because i wasn't sure what it was <laughs> it's a pole saw where does he get it where do these things come i didn't from? remember seeing him pick it up either he just has it and they're like oh no some groundskeeper had it i somewhere guess so um, the face reveal I found so strange. Initially, when she psychically rips the mask in half and pops it off, his, yeah. she makes it tight and then it pops open, I guess. Yeah. Because you can see all the pus oozing out of his head and whatever. Right. Um, I felt like it... it well, lo- I thought he was melting. It it looked like... I thought it was pus. I what, thought he was what, melting. The straps tighten up? I don't think it was why melting. Would, why would there be pus? Because he's rotten. He's been in the oh, lake. Oh, that's he's right. Dead. Yeah, he's, he's dead. He's rotten. I forgot about that. Sorry. I could be wrong. I'm, but... This is this is my conclusion. Maybe it's moisturizer. It could be <laughs> sunscreen. Um, so uh, 
God, we completely forgot about the guy who was smoking the joint, got stabbed through the movie screen. The guy that you liked so much. Yes. Your boyfriend. Teddy. Oh, shush. Teddy, yeah. Um, so the face, the face mask rips open. Mm-hmm. And you see this, what looks like a, a $14 Halloween mask. Yep. Um, how do you feel about this one, Jolian? Do you like it? Do you not I like it? I don't remember it looking bad. No? Was it, was it John Buchler in the... I don't remember it. I, I mean, I remember the scene, but I don't remember the mask well enough. He, to looks, say like, he just looked... looks really shocked and angry, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, hey, why'd you take my mask off? Uh, do you want me to Google this and show you guys what it looks like? Sure. Okay. So, I mean, this, this is good podcasting, right? Yeah. I, yeah. I remember his look. Yeah. Well it was just weird. Like, I didn't even know what to write. I just said face reveal so strange because I just like, it just made me feel weird. I was like, what did, what? Well, even even he's wondering what's going on because he's never you know, <laughs> yeah, met anybody like Yeah, I liked like that. This. He looked so confused yeah. the whole time. Like the way he would move, he was like, "What? What are you doing?" Yeah. It's like that's funny. My issue with like her powers is she got a hold of them so quickly. Yes, she and went... could do like crazy things. Like and Carrie, you know, like it takes a while for her, and she's small to like figure out how to do things. And even then, she can't control it. She's kind of like, I guess I all generally aim this way. But freaking what? What is her name? Tina in this one? Mm-hmm. She does like. Was able to do like anything. I don't think that looks so bad. I guess not. It didn't compare to the rest of his body. Mm. The rest of his body did not look like that. That looked like, to me, it looked like a monkey mask, but like carved out of a tree. There you go. Yeah, and the rest of his body's like skeletal. Yeah. Okay. I was wanting like more like decomposing. Yeah. And instead, it was like that, and I was like, whoa. He's a monkey man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Did we cover everything? Um, yeah. Get your thoughts on it. So I missed my undying love for Teddy Ann Court, but yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That's it. Well, um, if you have to pick your three favorites out of all seven you've watched so far, what are they? Um, six, seven, and three. Okay. Yeah. Will, do you remember what your favorites are out of the first seven? Uh. I don't. It's been so long, and I only watched seat. four. I want to uh, say I like one, three, and seven for for these for these reasons. One is the original, and you don't know what's going on. Yeah, and it's sort of yeah, it gets the ball rolling on something that that's relatively new. Um, I mean, we've seen things like this, like the the burning and things like that, but this is different. Uh, three was goofy fun because it was trying to be a three D movie. And mm-hmm. some of the characters are just a little ridiculous, yeah. but but it's uh, some of the kills are just so Freaking crazy. Shelly, Shelly, just kill him already. I know. I was. And like he that... gets his hunky mask in mm-hmm. that one. And then part seven is just so nutty, but I I, I like I like uh, Kane Hodder's physical acting. Um, I, I like the the costume and makeup design on him, and um, you know all the all the expendables get expent. So I'm yeah. happy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Melissa reminded me a lot of Shelly. Just because I wanted her to die so badly. Um, Melissa's the... The rich girl. Yeah. With the oh, pearls. Yeah, she's such freaking... Ah. You know girls like this at school, don't I you? I do. See, I'm, I'm choosing... I'm trying to choose words because I know my mother's... Why don't you psychically set them on fire? That's okay. I wanted... <laughs> I wanted... Or throw them through a wall. <laughs> no, no. I wanted... Uh, what is her name? I keep forgetting her name. Tina? Yes. Her to, to, her to kill, um, Melissa, not not Jason. 
Well, you know, at least someone did. Yeah. You didn't want her to be the final girl. That would have been so disappointing. I would have sued. I would have written an angry email. (laughs) To Lutz's face and the other guy, right? Yeah. Cool. So, uh... So we've ranked them in order. Julian, uh, what's your ranking in order of uh, your favorite? In order? Well, in, well uh, pick three favorites, I guess, is uh, what one, I asked. One, two, four. One, two, and four? And favorite Jason, six. Oh, okay. CJ Graham. Oh, all right, great. Um, this is probably a good place to tell you, I forgot to say when we were driving over here, um, that fan film, uh, mm-hmm. Friday the 13th Vengeance, that yeah. we saw on the Facebook page. And everybody who's listening, go check it out. Go check it out. Um, the guy who commented, I went, I went and looked cause mm-hmm. I hadn't seen the comment. It's actually a friend from back in high school days, uh, John Ravenholt. Okay. So, um, we have an opportunity this summer to get John on the show cause he'll be in Denver for a little whirlwind visit. Uh, and, uh, I'll probably just invite him to stay here and, and then, uh, maybe here in this room. All right. It's too <laughs> cold. Well, it won't be, be in summer. August. Oh, It'll wait. Be too yeah. Hot. But we got this air conditioner. There's an air conditioner that's, there. That's usually here. <laughs> you just put it on a window. <laughs> I put it on a window. <laughs> he has an air conditioner. <laughs> see, the, see the smudge here? That's trauma. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we'll we'll find out the full the, the full deal on that. But um, I messaged him on Facebook, and he messaged back, and we were chatting basically on, on what's very similar to texting. And, and then I said, let's talk on the phone, damn it. Mm-hmm. So we talked for about an hour, and we caught up with a lot of – what's happened in life since last time we caught up. And, uh, he, uh, he did some, basically he majored in theater arts and, uh, he did a lot of kind of community theater kind of acting. And, you know, he went from the, he went from the church leagues into the pros apparently (laughs) at this point. Um, but he's been in some movies and people are like, Oh, you can actually act. I think he gets gutted by Jason in this fan film. And people may wonder, intellectual property how do you get away with making a film that's called friday the 13th and has some of the people in it um well if you don't make any money off of it you're, you're able to do that legally really yep you can make money but you can't keep it you can donate it to a charity and they'll be they'll be donating this to uh i think it's a children's cancer fund so it's going to be a really good cause on top of being another friday the 13th movie with a bunch of experienced friday the 13th donate people in it, it to the crystal lake victims fun <laughs> that would be great or maybe the the tsa people who aren't getting paid right now or those two yeah <laughs> or, or somebody who needs it um i don't want to take this uh you know drag this on forever because this is a little longer than usual because we got an extra person talking about extra movies Ooh. it's a lot of movies to talk yeah. about it is there's a lot of movies to watch do you recommend these it's two tough. um horror fans who are your peers ziggy um I think so. I think it takes, like, a, a mindset, though, yeah. <laughs> because you do have to, like, or I find that I, I had to watch with um, a different lens. Yeah. I wasn't expecting to be scared. I was expecting to appreciate it as a classic. Right. Um, and I wanted to, like, amend something that I said. I do really like the first one, but the first <clears throat> one was ruined for me, like, the secret of it because of Scream. Oh, of So course. I wasn't, like, surprised. Mm. So the third one is my favorite because yeah. that was just fun to watch. Um. Yeah, and was... while I had your pack of like four movies, I watched the third one so many times. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I would recommend it. Um, all of them. I think some are more exciting than others. And after a while you, ha- you come to expect the formula, mm-hmm. but I think it is, it is fun and entertaining and I liked it a lot. And you I s- want to see Jason X so bad. You also of... eight. I need to see eight. <laughs> oh my course. gosh. Well, you know, 
all you have to do is watch eight and nine, mm. and then boom, there's Jason X. Okay, well, yeah, yeah, it's I, I, just three more. Yeah, I think if you if you suggest these movies to someone who who are your peer group, uh, you might have to give them that little. Um, you might have to admonish them with that little bit of uh, advice. It's like a disclaimer, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's like expect this to be what it is, not mm-hmm. something it's not. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> All right. Um, what do you guys think? Next time, should we do the addiction? The addiction. Yeah, it's a. It's a. So have you watched it so we can watch it? Not yet. But um, I think we can sort this out somehow. Okay. (laughs) We'll figure this out. Uh, And uh, it's the Arrow video release that uh, Johnny, my nephew, not Tommy, um, Johnny uh, gifted us. And uh, and I think we should do that for next time. Okay. You're going to live it down because we make mistakes like that all the time. Okay, cool. I know I do. Have you ever listened to the show? Yes. <laughs> I'm just not a mean person. I don't hang on to things like that. Thank you very much. Oh, I see. It's about meanness. Mm. No. We're teasing you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right. That's that's a good one then. We'll, we'll, we'll watch um, The Addiction and we'll talk about that next time. So anyone has trouble finding that, well, keep looking. Listeners, thank you for listening. Stay off the moors. <laughs>